the party was exploring a dungeon and came upon some Magitech, which chased them out. Beta, a traveler and a Magitech, was troubled by the fact that his people were apparently mad and decided he wanted to help them find themselves. He investigated their history and learned that they were created as soldiers for the Emperor. In the investigation, they discovered a tower that had been used as a guard tower. It held several deceased Magitech, which they buried, and one living Magitech, Isil. The party took over the tower, purchased it, and turned it into a refuge for reformed Magitech. They convinced several of the Magitech from the cave to join them, though some were unconvinced and came back as prisoners. Beta appointed Albin as his second in command. The party has experienced an attack that nearly destroyed the tower and a rebellion by Magitech that had not been convinced to join them. The party learned early on that most Magitech lack the spark of life that gives them personality, free will, and ambition. They have been experimenting to give them that spark. Beta does so through engineering and injecting them with liquid gems, and Albin through interaction and having them look inside themselves. The best results seem to come from a combination of both. Leslie was the first awakened Magitech, and she came up with a playful, bubbly personality. Welcome back to Arizet. Today we're going to be playing a bit of a side quest as we are missing about a third of our players. We're going to spend time in Korzizi at the Eye Tower rather than following our characters over in Emmerdon. To set the scene, the Eye Tower, still in a state of ruin, is on the corner of the capital city of Korzizi, known as Sizir. There's a total of 12 uh, Magitech units that have been gathered by Beta and Albin, and they currently stand in the mess that is known as the Eye Tower. The walls are collapsed. There's no level ground anywhere, but the property is yours as you have purchased the property from Commander Heaven and the government. Has he ever responded to my letter? No. <laughs> Figures, politics. <laughs> Oh, what a mess this place is. Yes, we're rebuilding. I think we might need to go on a money-gathering quest. A fundraising. A fundraiser, fundraiser hey. <laughs> a bake sale. Do you know anybody who can bake? Not in game. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not even checking. I don't know about in the game that could, that could bake. <gasps> a quest to find a baker so we can have a bake sale. I know Fala. <laughs> Hmm, I don't know if that's a great idea, Beta. <laughs> uh, perhaps let's start with a help wanted poster. Maybe some traveling adventurer will come along and say, hey, that looks like a worthy quest. Put out a help wanted sign. Waiting around for Alex's character to come around and go, oh, a help wanted sign. <laughs> yeah. So what do we see like, of this character? What's that? You see a help wanted sign next to a destroyed tower. Yeah. No, on the I, you've put it up, huh? <laughs> not Jedi clothes, a psionic knight that is legally distinct from Jedi. It's copyright reasons. Yeah, yeah. copyright. Oh yeah. Hold on. Uh I, I need to find a picture of my character. Give us a picture with words. Picture with words. Okay. Let's describe a I have the head of an owl. I, I'm just an owl bipedal that has like slightly long legs. I'm wearing studded leather armor or just a plated leather armor. I am also wearing a cloak, but the hood is not covering my head. 
Mm. What color are your feathers? Blackish, but they've got like a blue hue to them. And that is my character, which is not normal to see. No, indeed. Got ourselves an epic looking bipedal owl wearing a cloak. Alvin waves his hand and says, who, who? I go, who, who, indeed. (laughs) Who's that person? Who are you talking to, Alvin? There's an owl out here. What's it doing in the cave? I'm not paying attention. I'm like looking at the We're at the tower. (laughs) Maybe Beta's working on awakening tail right now. Yeah. So is there like a room for the forgery or is it just all gone? Uh, Where you had the forge before on the second floor has collapsed. Yeah, that's fair. And (laughs) based on your plans, I thought you said you were going to make the basement into. Yes. In that case, you probably have some of your stuff down there. You're just doing evil experiments in a base. (laughs) In the open. (laughs) I wouldn't say in the open, but like in the basement. Mm -hmm. Like out of sight of the others because it might make them feel uncomfortable. (laughs) We can say in these past few days that you've been able to collect amethyst because it's something that you've wanted to do. And so you use a process to liquefy amethyst and inject it into the guy's core. I love the idea of Lexo walking in on you injecting the stuff into the core goes, is that moral? <laughs> is it moral to bring life? Yes. That's the thing with philosophy. You just got to answer it with another question. Yeah. <laughs> is that all philosophy is? Yes. Answering questions. <laughs> oh my questions. goodness. I see what you did there. <laughs> At about yeah. this point, I think Tail awakens. It's alive. It's alive. I'm alive. So does Tail know like what happened with the eye tower that it got destroyed and everything? Either Tail or Lace. I don't remember which. And Taze worked together to rebel against uh, Beta and Albin because they never actually got converted. So we still don't like Beta. We converted you after the rebellion. After the okay, so we're good. <laughs> yes. Okay. You have been submitted. <laughs> All right, good to know. All right, so Actually, I I'm guess. Yeah, Albin insisted that the uh, n- next uh, target for the be somebody who had rebelled and had been converted because it gives us broader range of information to work with, or suggested, not insisted. Right. Okay. Um, well, in that case, I guess my character goes and talks to Lace and just. Uh, Lace fills me in on what's going on. Yeah, you can do that. You could actually ask any of the Magitech. Although, I guess from Tails' perspective, you might go to Lace as a fellow commander. Yeah, I, I would probably go to Lace first, considering we're kind of bros. But yeah, I, I guess I talk to him. He fills me in. Yep. Uh, and then... Meanwhile, Albin is talking to a owl folk. <laughs> I just like flip the switch on you, and you like get off and walk away. I'm like, oh. Well, there goes another one. Starts working on next project. <laughs> you need a cleric that says, "Hi, you're alive now. Go, go experience life. Go be free. Shoo, shoo." Have I told you about the first traveler? <laughs> yep. So Alvin and Tail are no, not Tail. Alvin and this unknown birdman are standing outside the eye tower having a conversation. Are you more bird than a man or more man than a bird? Mm, that is a very good question. 
Um, I would say neither. Neither. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I was more. I I started out more as a. Um. More as an owl. But I, I gradually got enchanted, and over time, I noticed I started walking more often than actually flying, and such. You swallowed a magic mushroom, didn't you? Maybe. That, that, that is a good point. That could be true. But I don't eat mushrooms. I'm an owl. I eat meat. Do we see this character's left forearm? Yeah, you, you see it, and there, there's nothing there, right? That's what natives yep. have. Hmm. We are working to forge a, a better community. You wouldn't have be, happen to be looking for a place to help out with you points to that point of time. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I'm currently trying to find some, let's say, meaning in life. And I thought being an adventurer would be the best way to do it, especially given my certain talents. Talents. talents from what I can At this point, you just see like beta pop up from wherever he is. Like, someone's trying to find meaning in their life? <laughs> <laughs> My plan's working. <laughs> Yelling from another part of the tower. Have you heard about the first traveler? <laughs> who, who, who is that? That's our clerical law forged. Magitech? Magitech. Oh, yeah. I fought a few of those on the way here. Oh, no. They are friends. We are working to bring them back to federal service to the community. Oh, yes. Oh, so they're a bit like me. They've all suddenly had great erudition and intelligence. Something like that. Some of them do. Tell Beta you've killed any Magitek. Well, I do understand a not very sentient creature becoming sentient all of a sudden, so I guess it's a believable thing. Let me introduce you to our commander. Oh, yes. I would very much like to meet them. Come right on in, friend. <laughs> I think about this time, Leslie, a kind of just a bare bones magitech although they seem to have done something to increase their breast size with clothing pops up over the wall kind of standing on their hands on the edge of the wall and it's like hey there's somebody new here hey this is what's your name oh my name is tarlin ah nice tarlin. to meet you tarlin yes yeah, very nice to meet you was it leslie how'd you guess oh i heard it in passing on the way here i just didn't think that she would be a war for or a magitech we have about yeah. those in Magitech here. I'd like to come out at this point. So you see, you know, somewhat stocky Beta walking over with his pet Roboraptor. <laughs> this guy's oh, got wow. Darth Maul horns around his around the crown of his head. <laughs> you know, if we gave Pancake pockets, he could be a waffle. Pancakes? What are pancakes? And what are waffles? Are pancakes little mechanical things? Come here, pancake. Um, you see a about four foot tall robot raptor walking up to you with a tray of some kind of food on its back. A flat circular bread of sorts uh, stacked bread. up on its back. I'm going to look up what they eat. Are, are, owl, are they omnivores? This is a pancake. This is pancake. <laughs> oh, okay. This are you trying to help, Beta? <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, there's bread. Yes, there's flat circular pieces of bread on this uh, raptor's back. Uh, how Take very nice. Bread. However, um, I don't eat bread. I don't eat. 
And Leslie is actually going to try and do a flip over the edge of the wall to join the conversation. Okay, Albin gets in his mind that when Beta's not looking, he's going to start painting Pancake to look like a waffle. <laughs> oh, no. Like the yeah. pancakes on his back? Or like... Pancake the raptor. Like is there a pancake on his back? There are pancakes on Pancake's back. back. That's why Pancake is named Pancake. I grab it, and then, like, Pancake just kind of growls at you a little, then, like, walks off. This is quite interesting. We I'd say there's probably, like, a maple sugar-type flavor that kind of overpowers anything bread-like about it. So the little bit of white that is on the sides of my eyes actually just gets covered here. I'm like, oh, oh, who? Wow. This is a quite tasty not meat. And since it's not normal for me to eat it, I go, I pellet it out. It's like, it tastes good, but I don't think my body agrees with it. Perhaps we should put worms in it for you next time. Yeah, maybe that would work. Pancakes are right. eating those little bits on the top of the yeah. Leslie Noob. retches at the thought of putting worms in food. Like, uh, don't mind me. Sorry. Owls eat rocks, so he probably wouldn't barf it out. But he probably could get feeling a little bit sick later. Is it a gem eater? Hmm? Is, is the owl a gem eater? Um, I need to look those up again. <laughs> so... Gem Eater is you eat the gemstones to get a power boost to your attacks for that turn uh, based on the element of the gem that you eat. Gem mm-hmm. Casters throw the gem and it has a special effect. I'll probably based- be a caster. I'll be a gem caster. All right. So that was a little tangent. Mr. Owl Guy. It, it, it's Tarlin. Tarlin. Tarlin with Talon. Talon, Talon, Tarlin. Okay. Okay, that helps you. Yeah, do you know what we do here at High Tower? Well, so far I know that you can find Warforged and grant them intelligence. So I'm gathering since you're getting lots of numbers, you're trying to form some kind of coalition or army? Not an army. We're trying to improve the community. We're building community. Oh, building a community. Hmm. Yeah. Leslie jumps into a power pose. Yeah, we're doing the best we can to help everybody out. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's nice. We're certainly not a cult. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, we are no cult, says a, a Magitech voice from within. We are followers of the first traveler. All right, Luxor, that'll be enough for now. <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, as you wish, Commander Albin. Thank you. I think um, I think Himbo was wanted to talk to you about some things today. <laughs> For our listeners, Himbo is one of the um, units that we're training. He's training to be a paladin. I like it how we have so much going on on this empty rubble. Himbo probably standing at guard right next to you is like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Himbo, why don't you help Lexo go figure out some, you know, religious and ethical questions. See what what is out. a question? It is that. Yes, it is. <laughs> I will You're go. You're not supposed to get the answer. <laughs> I will go consult with Lexo. And he goes and 
a couple minutes later, another Warforged, mm. practically identical, except wearing robes like Albans, comes out and stands guard exactly like Imbo did. Oh, I, I was picturing like Caesar robes for a second. <laughs> Roman robes. Anyway, anyway. No, no, Caesar robes is my other character. Leslie does the full <laughs> arm stretches. So uh, do we want to do some kind of initiation or training or something? That would be good. How did your experiments go today, Beta? Oh, um, it kind of walked off. Oh, dear. We should probably go check on it, especially since we were a little iffy on it before. Yeah, I'm just, bird's got to stretch its wings before it flies. Oh, wait. Speaking of which, I'm sorry, Oh, what's your name again? I'm not great with names Tal- sometimes. Tal- Tal- My talent is in coming up with names, not remembering them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I recall correctly, his name's Tarlin. Tarlin. Yeah. yeah. All right, Beta and Tarlin, I suggest that our current quest is to find the uh, magitech that walked off. Mm. Here. Pulls out like a whistle. Which one was it, Beta? About this time, Lace is finished up with her explanation, and she's like, I think they're calling for you now, actually. I mean, it can't be that hard to lose someone in this rubble. I mean, remember, there's still, like, the basement maze. Yeah. Like, okay. Watch out for that basement. It holds some creative things. We, we need, like, caution tape or something. Someone's going to fall in here again. Looks at Leslie. <laughs> what? I'm not that close. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hops down the whole right, Totally intentionally follow. follows. Lasik, uh, yeah, totally we intentionally need you to follows. sell us up some caution tape. Lasik? All right, I'll go find Lasik. <laughs> Order up some caution tape. Wait, caution means don't enter. And we want people entering here. No hey, caution tape. <laughs> hey, we don't want them falling. How about caution signs? If they fall and break their legs, they can't leave. We don't want to trap them here. We're not uh, a cult. <laughs> I didn't say that. You keep bringing up more. Let's just time tail. You want me oh, to yeah, do an no. investigation check? <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's necessary, given that you are working in, like, a tower. Yeah. So you find the two Magitech casters conversing. They look practically identical all the way down to their robes. The only difference is that one of the two have brighter eyes, maybe a different color, depending on what Jameson wants to say about it. Because I'd say, like, the Um, default color is, like, a dull purple, dull red, like a magenta. So you're saying one of them just has lighter eyes? Yep. And Leslie has bright pink eyes now. Cool. I feel like this is going to get confusing soon. We need to, like, mark these guys. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'll talk to LASIK about that. Personalizing everybody. Do we have paint around or something? Mud, even? I think the paint got kind of buried. When the tower went down? I guess we're digging out the paint. Yeah, I think... ISIL's working on that right now. Good for you for keeping track of all these guys. That's impressive. I mean, I gotta do what I gotta do. It's his job. <laughs> oh, yeah. So everybody's digging out the rubble when they're not working on their current task. Okay. Yeah. I'll just have to mark a couple extra half days. So how is Tails feeling? Tails? Jamie, that's you. Oh, Tails, sorry. <laughs> do you, you want to change the name? <laughs> I, I zoned out, sorry. What, what what did you say? Your name has been Tail up to now. Do you wish to choose a new name, or do you want to stick with Tail for the moment? Um, he is indifferent. Uh, 
All right, we'll call you. I am named whatever my commander names me. All right, we'll call you Pale until you choose a new name. Very well. Does my character know his own number? Yeah, mm. you would know you are 7417. Okay, my, my, okay, my character is like, my unit name is 7417. <laughs> Out of character, the only thing we're lying about is we're trying to convince them that Beta's the Emperor. <laughs> I'm not lying, I took dominance. <laughs> Other than that, we're perfectly open with them about their numbers and what they've been doing, where their lives have been, so forth. And we try and help you uh, discover your identity. So, Tails. Yes. How do you feel? So I just woke up. I. You have a brand new yeah. personality that, since it's a player character now, you get to decide. So it's like how Leslie described it is she felt like she was living in a world of gray before the amethyst injection. Okay. Then when she woke up again, it was as though everything gained color. So we have different personalities now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because um, before they were kind of just rigid soldiers, but now they're gaining personality. And you can roll a new set of mental stats. Mental. I love stats. how we're just like throwing this character on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to juggle all this. I'm not sure what to do here. Yeah. The um, good news is, is you don't have to decide right now. You can just walk along with us and discover your character as you go along as we do. All right. Yeah. Well, my, my character is just kind of, again, indifferent because he doesn't know what to decide. <laughs> all right. Well, if you'd like, I think we're looking at finding us a quest to bring in some funds to help rebuild the tower. Perhaps you would join us on our quest, and you can discover yourself along the way. What would explore myself be? That's a great question. It's called figuring out who you want to be. You know, <laughs> that is actually the ultimate question that very few have the answer to. Perhaps you could discuss it with Luxo. Okay. Why are you ignoring me here, Alvin? <laughs> who said that? Who said that? It was Leslie. Leslie. I'm kind of playing Leslie right now because she's the most awake except Bear. Hey, and Leslie can help guide you as well. What we need here is a caterpillar. It's a great metaphor. Great teacher. Right, you are a caterpillar. And then you are injected with goo. Your brain was filled, was was floating around in goo, and now you're a beautiful butterfly. Uh, That's a bit of a literal translation, but yes. (laughs) Tails the butterfly. Come on. I mean, metaphorically, a butterfly. All right, I'm going to draw a little butterfly with my finger on his chest. A butterfly. And let's find out what that butterfly is. Alvin, I'm really wondering about your sanity right now. (laughs) Alvin losing it. Alvin spends all his time in a VR game. (laughs) What's your hours like? How many game hours do you have? He sleeps inside the game if he can get away with it. He can. There's been a couple. There's been a couple times when his mother's like, "Go to bed." He's like, "All right," and he goes onto the game and sleeps in the game instead of getting normal rest. Nine times out of ten happens. <laughs> well, yeah, he's getting lost in a VR game world as far as he knows. Same. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do. You tell me. The four of us will go out on a quest. Bear will stay behind and keep uh, everybody generally together. There's Leslie coming along with us. Leslie, Albin, Beta, Talon, and Tails. And we'll all, we will go and take a look and see if there is a quest that will either make us money or build us good reputation in the community. You know, you know who has a good reputation with the community? Who's that? That one shiny guy that we fought off, Gaston or whatever his name was. I, I do not remember meeting Gaston. No? 
No, it's uh, was that was that. I think the, I've heard uh, the story, but that's about it. What I know um, about Gaston is guys. no one hits like Gaston. No one bites like Gaston. Wait, no, <laughs> yeah, the whole town <laughs> sung a song about him. We need that kind of charisma at Hightower, guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to be selfish, but like I want a song about me. <laughs> okay, Linda, we'll work on it. Uh, I have not heard any such song. Let us you... find Gaston. Where did we meet? It was at the tavern, Guildhall. Guildhall, yes. Was that where we? Uh, where Pancake got his name? No, Pancake got his name from the tavern in Emmerdon. You found Gaston at the Guildhall of Corsisi. I must not have been here for that day. You might not have been. Well, let's go talk to Gaston. Lead the way, Vita. This way, folks. So, you know, the party of, what is it, four Magitech and Albin and a robot raptor walk down the street. I mean, and if you owl. count... And a walking owl. Oh, and an owl, yeah. If you count Pancake as one of the four Magitech, you're correct. You got three full-grown Magitech, a half-elf, and an owlman. <laughs> I'm going to put my hood up, though. Albin is not used to being the normal one. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely getting looks. I just wave at them. Hey, look, hey, be friendly and wave. Yeah, Leslie is just soaking it up, just loving the attention. <laughs> oh, the idea. Leslie's like, "That's a beautiful child," and they're like, "Keep child." <laughs> yep, Leslie's just completely obliviously, just happy and giddy, and may get into trouble if you don't keep an eye on her. All right. We will keep an eye on her. Well, I, I feel like Pancake's like following her around like two pairs of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll walk behind in the back so that if she walks off, I just like, grab the coffee. <laughs> How's Tail reacting? He's just following along. All right, so we get to where we think Gaston is. Yeah. It's about a 20 minute walk. Probably gets a little longer because you do have to pull Leslie back in every so often. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a hyper energetic child, but ooh, shiny. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it probably takes close to 25 minutes to get to the town square where the guild hall, as well as the town hall and the theater stand. There's also a old abandoned church that seems very unused and a large yellow archway with an opaque filling. It's by no means an empty plaza. There's people coming and going everywhere. And people are walking through this arch, disappearing when they go out and appearing when they come through. Mm -hmm. Let's go through. The city has a problem with like leaving empty buildings, looking at the church. <laughs> you know, how defensible is it compared to the tower? Right? Out of character, I'm really asking the question. I mean, it's right next to the gateway plaza. Well, the tower... It's practically up against the wall. So like there's only a little bit of room around one edge for the tower and there's like a tunnel. So with the tower, you're only going to get an attack from the tunnel or from the city. So geographically, it's much better. It's geographically much, much better. However, the church is surrounded by the city and the gate is connected to the 14 other capitals. Perhaps we keep this church in mind for a community outreach center as we begin to expand. Mm. I'll send another letter to General Haven at some point. Mm. I wonder how that would go. He doesn't seem Wait. to like you. 
wonder Sandal why. <laughs> so that turned to we're ready to start distributing some supplies and helping out the less fortunate. Mm. We have to get more established in ourselves before we consider really expanding. Yeah, that might help. I tower too. No, I a church. Oh. I yeah, don't I know how Lexo would like that. I mean, I'm sure he'd love to have a church for himself. But honestly, I think it might get to his head. I'm thinking let's just keep it in mind for later, but not pursue it quite yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to build up the tower. Yep. I gotta do a lot of stuff in there, man. <laughs> in the center of this circular plaza is a fountain, about three tiers that are just bouncing water off of each other. Oi, Leslie, get out of the fountain. <laughs> You're rust. <laughs> okay, fine. Where were we going? Uh, Guildhall. Okay. Which is that way. <laughs> that one? She points at the church. <laughs> I take her finger and point it to the right one over there. That okay. one. That one, okay. We walk in and Alvin immediately starts singing... I hear what to be a Gaston, even when taking your lumps. For there's no one as burly or manly. You're perfect, a pure paragon. I think that after a line or two, people start throwing beard tinkers at us. <laughs> no, I think that after a line or two, two thirds of the everybody in there starts singing along with you. Uh, <laughs> Roll performance. <laughs> Roll performance. <laughs> <laughs> and Leslie's also going to try and sing along. You know what? what? I'm going to add some psychic die to this. <laughs> All right. I got 10. I got 19 thanks to my psychic dice. <laughs> <laughs> Natives have disadvantage on making this roll because, well, they don't know the song. Isn't it a community I'm not song? a native. And neither is Beta. That is correct. Can I put subwoofers and pancake? <laughs> Alvin starts singing. Two thirds of the bar that is within the guild hall starts singing this. And Leslie's singing along. She seems to be making more of accompaniment sounds. She's actually doing pretty good for not knowing the song at all. Hell is just confused. I think that at the end of the song, a big burly man with shiny, shiny armor, giant pauldrons, and a big long lance walks up to you and he's like so you called hey we did call you got our call you answered alvin, call. alvin looks up to him in awe his jaw slightly open and says as a specimen you are intimidating ah yes yes indeed perhaps tail and uh, tarlin would probably notice although alvin might not there is a slightly draconic woman behind him in very black witchy clothing very contrast, right? Very uh, contrast. Gaston, I've got the quick question, if I may. Of course, fan. What can do you need? Can I touch your biceps? That's a weird request, but sure. He flexes and like his avatar seems very, very muscular. You do have biceps to spare. <laughs> uh, what can I say? I gotta have the place. And then gets slapped uh. out of thin air. He's like, come on, Belt. Can't I have some fun with this? Bell! <laughs> Bell! Bell? Like, this witch- Alvin, calm down, calm down, Alvin. <laughs> Bell, do you run the library? This Bell, witchy woman, uh, this witchy dragonborn woman that uh, he turns to is like, no. 
You don't own the library. You know this town has a library. It, it, excuse my friend here. He's um, fanboying. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think Albin's going to also get a slap from the mage hand. Okay, if it deals damage, he stops it. <laughs> it's it doesn't deal damage. It's okay. kind of just uh slapping you back to your senses. Okay, he calms down, but then he excitedly whispers, "I got slapped the bell." So tails being a little confused because I don't think did we go over who this guy is? Not really. No. no. All we know is we got him. So wait, how did we hear about this guy? So I know uh, him. Beta's the only one who knows him. <laughs> and speaking of, he turns back around. Hey. Wait, Darth Maul horns, pet raptor. Mm-hmm. Do I know you? Yes. How do I know you? We met a couple weeks ago, and we got the whole tavern to sing your name. Commander, who is this man? Didn't you hear the song? This man's Gaston. <laughs> then who is the man also known as Gaston, Commander? Beta, I need a deception check from you. I'm not lying. Did you get everyone to sing a song? I don't think so. We, we sung the song, and then, like, all the crowd started booing him. Uh, I said we got the crowd to say his name. I'll, I'll give you a deception check, though. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, yeah, you confronted him, but you put him on the spot and dueled him. Uh, 16? Yeah, he totally believes you. Although... I, I didn't duel him. I was the announcer of the duel. That's true. And then, Although Bell behind him is like... <sighs> I'm, I'm just feeding his ego. <laughs> Yes, yes, you're feeding his ego, and she can tell. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not being too discreet about that. And Alvin is trying very hard not to be one of his hangers on. Well, yeah, I, I got you in, like, a headlock holding you back or something. <laughs> Leslie's like, so... Surprisingly, that's not helping much. <laughs> so Leslie's like, so... As she pokes his upper arms, hmm, seems like he's decently strong. What were we coming over to get him for? Leslie, I have no idea you made understatements like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I look at him and I've forgotten everything I've ever done. <laughs> Mr. Gaston, Belle, whatever. I don't know if I can honestly know her name. That I is. mean, he did just call, call her Belle. That's, that's um, why I started fanboying instead of just... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd like to make you an offer. An offer, you say? He kind of just slings his lance over his shoulders. We all know you're very charismatic, and uh, as the song goes, several verses to boast about your charisma and shininess and charm. Yeah. Yes. You agree with that statement, all the verses? Mm, I think I would, although uh, I think Wait. you would notice a gem-sized bulge on the left forearm. Does that mean he's a player? Does it? Yes. And with Belle's witchy outfit, her sleeves go down to about half the forearm, and she too has a gem. Her stone is black, and you can't see Gaston's under his armor. So Gaston, you have a place in town. Oh wait, that's not, that came out wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. People get kind of flustered around me. I've noticed that recently. What can I do you for? We need your charisma. Oh? I have a spot for you. Hear me out. A grand theater with your name on the banister, shining lights everywhere. You're at the center stage. You're the masterpiece of this play. Mm. I've been doing jazz hand. <laughs> <laughs> you get smacked upside the head. Ew. Bell's like, don't let your ego get too far ahead. 
he is seeming very excited by this prospect. He's almost bursting with excitement with what this offer could entail. <laughs> Someone's got to keep him in check. How is he feeling, you know, with like, I guess he's a player, so he doesn't notice too much the magic tech. But... Yeah, he doesn't seem to be wary of your companions, the Magitek in particular. You are getting a couple wary looks from some of the nearby tables, yeah. particularly from the ones that weren't singing along. Wait, how much I call Leslie over? Oh, or actually, actually not Leslie, Jameson. Yeah. I, I give Jameson yeah. or Tail. I give Tail a few gold and say, here, buy a round of drinks for everyone. Wait, how many people are in here? Because I only have so much gold. Let's see. I'd imagine about 110, 120 people. How much would it cost to buy drinks for everyone? Probably 65 gold. I only have 38. A third of that are natives. All right. So if I bought drinks for the natives, how much would that cost? That cost about 22 gold. Okay. Okay, Tail, here's 22 gold. Go buy a drink for every native who will accept one from you. All right, yeah. All right, cool. So my character shrugs. He's like, okay. He takes the gold, goes to the bartender. He just places the gold on the table. He says, drinks for every native, please. I think the barkeep will whisper under her breath, uh, you do realize that that's discriminatory, right? I think some of the travelers would get mad at you if you didn't get them stuff too. I look at Albon and I'm like, what do you want to do? <laughs> we don't have enough gold for everybody. Uh-huh. All right, yeah. just grab a couple drinks and go ha- pass them out just as friends and just go. All sweet. right, so I so like order 20 or so. Yeah, and just go pass them out just to whoever doesn't look like they have a drink in their hands at the moment and just talk to people and try to be friends. Uh, that's a good idea. All right, I turn to the bartenders. Just, just get me 20 drinks, please. All right, she's going to take 15 of the coins then and be like, all right, will you be able to hold them all or should I bring them to your table or something? I, will, I can handle them, thank you. And Pancake and Leslie might need to help you. Yeah, sure. No, she'd probably just turn around, fill a bunch of mugs from giant barrels that are behind her. Well, not necessarily native, just whoever's glass is the emptiest. Yeah. Did you want to say something, Alex? Oh, uh, I'm going to be like, so what is it about this guy that is useful? He doesn't seem very useful. He quirks an eyebrow at you, like, hmm. Who does? Gaston. But I whispered it. (laughs) Oh, never mind. Just kind of guessed her to the people who were giving us nervous and angry glances. I was like, do you see that lot over there? They don't like me, but everyone in here likes you. I need your help getting people to like uh, me. Uh, I mean, there's only so much you can do with a natural charisma, pal. Perhaps you could join us on a quest. It's tempting. See, if you get popular and our business takes off, you will have been the first major supporter. Mm. And then your own fame will go down with our fame. We'll go but, up, up with yeah, our fame. Sorry, go down in history. Thank you. Mm. We are working to ensure a place in history and some glory for the city. If your name is at the top of that list, imagine how much higher your glory will be. Ah. <laughs> I need a persuasion check at advantage. Ooh, great. I'm adding a psychic die to that. Okay. 18. 18. As you're having this conversation, Bill, I think, will approach and be like, if you want to take him off my hands, by all means. And she drops something in front of him, like a small pouch, and then walks out. Albin will pick it up and hold it out. Is this yours, then? 
Uh, probably. He reaches inside and his eyes kind of glaze over for a sec. Oh, I guess. Do you happen to have a quest at the moment or shall we all go find a quest? I'm kind of just getting some glory. So I don't actually have any quests right now. He shows you his wrists that don't have golden chains that indicate quests. Okay, and how tall is Gaston? I'd say he's 6'4". I had to like really reach up to feel his his (laughs) biceps. How tall is Albin? 5'2". Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're about the same height. All right, so Albin reaches up, packs his back. Let's go find us a quest then. All right, so on the quest board, there are a number of quests. There's monster hunting quests, there's gathering quests, there's a dungeon exploration quest that refers to one out in the west-south tunnel. We need what we're hoping for the one that's close to town that people will find out about. With Gaston on our side, we want something that speaks to people. We want to something be flamboyant. That... We want to be seen. We want to be Aye. heard. Aye. We want freedom. Freedom! Hmm. You have me going all Braveheart there, Beta. Yeah. <laughs> I have some metallic tear. <laughs> yeah. I think Gaston's going to point to a one that says, hey, I think this one would be good. It's a hunting quest. On the notes, it says, not recommended for people under level 10. Hey, that might be a slightly out of that age. I mean... Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. I don't do, like, fighting anymore. You don't? No, we're trying to stop the fighting. Um, who would do... Is there anything about somebody in town being in danger on one of these? Yeah, let's save people. There aren't any rescue quests, uh, but there are definitely retrieval quests. Like, someone lost their precious locket and some kind of monster ran off with it. I like Uh, that. Yeah, since there's no rescue a person quest, we might as well start with rescue object quests. Hey, (laughs) I, I know how we can be heroes, but it's completely staged and fake. I know an arsonist. Mm-hmm. You remember Bath? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can call her up and she'll she'll set something on fire and it's an we'll put the fire name. out and we're saved. It's an ironic name for an arsonist, but we do not want somebody casting some sort of knowledge spell and finding out what did that. Because then it's, wouldn't it's, hear it's just an art suggestion. Yeah, you know how much she likes to set things on fire. <laughs> It's an idea, but perhaps we'll put a pin in that and call it Plan Z. Plan Z. <laughs> All right, since there's no rescue a person quest, I suggest we go for a rescue an object quest. Yep. I am good at investigation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a number of them. Some say magic pendants. Some say precious weapons. Some say that their armor ran off. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye out for things like heirloom or sentimental value. Yeah. And if I see one of those, I'll point out Gaston. People love people who do this type of quest for them. I think, yeah. The rest of our party member, including Kale and Alec, how do you feel about that? That sounds really nice. That sounds good. Leslie's like, whatever you feel like, I'm just feeling like I need a bit of a stretch. I I talked to Leslie and Tails, but this is a great way to find yourself is by helping other people find what they've found. <laughs> sure thing, Commander. Yes, Commander. I got some work to do with you guys. Not me. Come on, Commander. <laughs> okay, so what quest do we have? The one that would pay best is like a crown heirloom. 
It's hard to say where. It's crown and heirloom. That means somebody's going to love us, they're going to have power, and they're going to have money. <laughs> yes. So there's a sketch on the quest paper of a three-quarter circle crown. Fairly simple. Has a single gem in the middle, three points, the large one holding the gem. And it says treasured heirloom last seen in the east north tunnel i take the picture from the board unless somebody objects so as you pull the paper from the board it disintegrates almost like burning away into a golden chain which wraps around your wrist as the quest indicator that you have taken on the quest I feel like there's some guy out there with just like this huge golden band. Like, yeah, I don't get finished quests. <laughs> yep. I collect them. Well, the I'm thing about this the... system is you can only have one for each hand. Oh. And there's a reason hand. for that. In the first edition, there was a person entirely drowning in so many quests, they couldn't move. And then they had to change it. You ruined it for everybody. User <laughs> error. <laughs> yep. With this spectacle from Albin and everybody gathered around this one quest, you turn around and Gaston has his own quest chain as well. Ooh. What you got there, buddy? Good old buddy, old Pouchum. I went for something a little. You took the danger quest, didn't you? <laughs> uh, not that one. No, it's right here. No, I picked a, a level eight one. Let's do this one first, and then maybe we can handle the level eight with you. Okay. Is Gaston? Is that guy with us? Aye, he is for the quest at least. Oh, oh, uh, ho, oh, who, oh, who, 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 okay. <laughs> I feel very much the same way. <laughs> yeah, I can get what you're talking about. Leslie's kind of just trying to pull off a cool girl act, but her pink eyes are very twinkly right now. <laughs> hey, Leslie. <laughs> Does Belle notice? Belle's Bell gone. She's oh. like, somebody finally took him off my hands. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Hey, <laughs> she walked through. And, and then I said, I'll gladly take him off your hands. Does Albert you know, just have like a man crush on Gaston? It's less a man crush and more just a straight up crush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at him. He's six and a half feet tall. Have you seen these muscles? Yeah. They are rippling muscles. All right, let's go on this quest. We're starting off with the one we're more likely to survive. So it is about a 20-minute walk to any edge of the town. And it takes you maybe a little longer because Gaston tells you stories the whole way. I Mostly boasts about how glorious he is and how powerful and awesome. I don't believe a single word he's saying, but I will absolutely act towards him like he is telling the truth. In his storytelling, he has to pose dramatically. <laughs> and he's like... And I thrust my lance into the monster, and it died on my spear. <laughs> Leslie's probably like, oh, really? Oh, wait, we're going somewhere, aren't we? His constant chatter is like a change of pace from the very dry and stale robots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, kind yeah, of comparable Leslie's. to Leslie in like energy, except his is all egocentric. <laughs> in the wrong place. <laughs> Probably 22, 23 minutes later, you are at the southwestern tunnel where the quest said that the heirloom was last seen. Is there a person or anybody around? A house? 
um, like um, did it give instructions but like if lost return there are return <laughs> instructions but they say go find it and then bring it back so nothing specific but there's a driving all right so we tried to enter quietly yeah we could totally try quietly i am not a quiet person hey uh so i actually need to leave early i all can right. take tail all right cool i right. kind of got a gist of what you're playing him so have yeah. fun all right see ya well i think that's where we can wrap up for today We'll see you next week when we enter the cave. Bye. I am not a quiet person. <laughs> he says quietly.